my hand, I dare you to come and take this. Find you in the basement naked, plus it's raining. She took a sniff, now she dancing like she usher Raymond. See me sweat. Low battery, please charge. <laughs> to the session. I'm your host, Zach. I'm coming to you live from my crib. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Naz. Yo, gang gang. Christelle, my baby. Hey, welcome. And we're here to give you our opinions, our thoughts, and our feelings about this hell First podcast, let's go! Let's go! It's about to be a fucking rager for the next however long. A little, a little pause. Let me hit this Monaco. Maybe we should talk about how niggas shouldn't drink Monaco's. Uh, hey, look, Monaco's are <laughs> drinks of champions, bro. Bro, don't like, get it twisted. I honestly am new to Monaco's, but I'm. If this is not an ad, uh, first of all, but uh, fuck Monaco. Unless you want it to be. Uh, yeah. At the same time, we love Monaco, and we'll drink it anytime if you. What's that drink? That the thing. Um, I don't know. Like we used to drink like a while ago. That was kind of like loco. yeah. Monaco is a new four loco. I don't know. No, nah, I remember four giving the band at one point. I remember it giving four crazy. loco to my uncle who's an alcoholic, and I remember him going, "Boy, this shit is strong." He was like, <laughs> he he was one of them old school crack kids, like one of the original crackhead type shits. You feel me? Like one of them old gang member type niggas from like the sixties. Like he was like a job turkey type shit. And I remember so he was like the first people. Yeah, to and, I, and I remember in high school when I used to sneak out and Zach couldn't come, I couldn't go to Zach's house, then I would just go out west to my aunt's house and they lived on fucking Pulaski, Chicago. That's like, you know, see glad West Humble Park knew what was up. Uh, <laughs> west Humble Park, like, you know, if you my listeners out there from Chicago, it is the the fucking hood. So, you know what I'm saying? You get there at 3 a.m., who the fuck else is up besides my base head uncle, you feel me? Let me in the crib. I don't got to call him, no nothing. He's still on the block. Everybody else pushing. He's still on the block, you feel wow. me? Like, yo, what's up? He, what you out here doing? Um, shit, trying to go to sleep. <laughs> he, all right, I'm going to let you in. He, like, what are you drinking? I'm like, oh, so four loco. Gave his ass half of that shit. He's like, well, that shit's strong. And I, he picked up and walked off the porch. And I was shit. I went in and took my ass to sleep. <laughs> you might just fucked him up for that rest of that night. You don't even know. Bro, like, yeah, it turned up his whole night. He, I saw him the next morning. He's like, well, that shit too strong. <laughs> <laughs> he funny as hell, though. Man. Rest in peace, Haywood. R.P. Haywood. R.P. So, today and the show, we have a couple topics today. We got actually a few things that's been popping in the world, on the net, on, on your phone, and your pack, on your tablets, I don't know, everywhere. Um, first off, we got Soulja Boy and Yeezy. Um, they've been having a little bit of beef since Donda came out. Soulja Boy kind of been on a rampage on the man because his, um, his verse got cut, you know? He didn't make it he didn't he didn't make it on the album and he was pissed. Um guys, what do you think? Do you think Soldier Boy should be should be wolfing the way he's wolfing? Let me tell you something. It's Kanye West. It's the Catalina wine mixer of rappers. You don't show up to the Catalina wine mixer, you 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 tie unbutton, 
looking like second place. If you're not gonna show out at the Catalina wine mixer of all places, then you'll never show out ever. Like if you give Kanye a, a verse and it don't hit, he's Kanye West. <laughs> he's worth a billion dollars. Like Soldier Boy love yelling, he started everything, but Kanye worth a bill. I think Kanye Changes did things. the right thing. Have you heard the verse? The verse sound like uh, it sound interesting, you know. It sounds like sounds like a first take or something. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like sounds a little rough. And like Donda, Donda when it okay. First off, the man has gun bars for for Donda a a, a freaking Christian album. A gospel album. A gospel Absolutely. album specific. Dedicated to his mom. Man's referencing Drake. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's kind of not gonna make it on the album. You feel me, Big Draco? That's that's not gonna. Big Draco. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking Draco. I'm dead. But I think it's more so about like how they went about it, because um, Kanye was texting Soldier like, yeah, like you know your verse is good. I love it, bro. Blah 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 blah. But then he goes on that interview and basically, like, throws him under the bus and, like, basically tries to clown him in front of everyone. So I think that's, like, the main idea behind this whole beef is, like, why didn't you tell him up front? Like, why are you, like, you know, being fake about it and being all Hollywood about it? And what do you expect? Like, it's Soulja Boy. Like, he's a troll. He's going to talk shit and, like clown him and make fun of his haircut. I think that's his angle. I honestly think that this is his this is his like way instead of getting sales or like rapping good this is his this is his album like he just gets on the internet and makes as much just gathers up as many eyes as possible for no reason. So you feel like it was right for him to clown him like that on that interview? I forgot the name of the interview but um yeah, he was like, "Did you hear the verse?" Like at the end of the day, is like, that even clowning? I mean, I mean, that's, yeah, that's I, not even clowning, bro. Did you hear the verse? I feel like I don't know. That's just a question, and if it happens to be funny because we all heard the verse, then well, I actually haven't heard the verse, so oh my I don't gosh. know. But I just feel like you know, I feel like people should just put more respect on Soldier Boy's name. I don't know. Definitely. I'm kind of surprised. I'm like even surprised with myself be- to say that. But at the end of the day, I feel like he is somewhat of an icon he's like yeah he's soldier boy he's definitely goaded it's just Kanye's just worth a billion dollars you know like like I think about like if I was worth a billion dollars like you would not be able to tell me shit like I would be I would be I would be very ignorant (laughs) and I would be very (laughs) at all times um aggressive with everything I did I'm worth a billion dollars like you gotta understand like what a billion dollars looks like imagine how much a million dollars is and I have a billion dollars. <laughs> like, 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 what I'm gonna do? Getting this shitty Lamborghini? When you can curse out Lamborghini and then like, you know what? You're right. We need to do better. Like, imagine that. Let me design the next one. Like, what do you guys do? <laughs> Give me a pen. This car is shit, by the way. I'm giving them to my daughter. She can't even drive one. I'll let her destroy your car. <laughs> like, my assistant will crash it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lifestyle, and I feel like. I don't know, like, yeah, he gotta put some respect on Soldier Boy name. It's just money talks. But it's he not a lot of it. You can say a lot. 
say a lot. As so. just as much respect as Soulja Boy deserves on his name. Soulja Boy is on love and hip hop. Kanye has like I don't know oh, like hey, it's, it's, Kanye name has that respect already. What, what I, I swear Bezos say? What I swear uh, Vezo say? I ain't argue with no nigga ain't in my tax bracket. Like exactly. You're not even. It, it's like you think like Soulja Boy has a yacht? Like I doubt it. <laughs> doubt that. But um, what did y'all think about the Soldier Boy interview with Breakfast Club? Like the stuff that he was saying on there. Basically, he was like, um, Kanye should be more open, like take advice from him because at the end of the day, um, Soldier is on TikTok and all that. And we all know like the industry now is basically just throwing out TikTok music, but that is the way to make sales nowadays. But um, yeah, I feel like he kind of had a point. But then again, that means you don't make quality music. You just make TikTok music. If you make music for 30-second segments, that's cool, you know? But you shouldn't be talking to the guy who make arrangements for symphonies, you know? <laughs> that's that's two different ranges of... I don't think y'all need... What can you... You don't need to add nothing. We don't need a 30-second Kanye, you know? We need... 20-hour Kanye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need seminar Kanye. Kanye's only problem is that he doesn't have enough time. Like, for real. Like, he doesn't... It's, it, it would take too much time and the tickets would go too high for him to completely give us his vision. Kanye is now worth a billion dollars. Do you not understand He's worth three that... billion. I, I've heard more than that. <laughs> Last time I checked, it was about nine. This man is... Ex- his, his wealth is growing exponentially. Exponentially. Yeah. And he has, like... He has the the power and the money to be able to actually do things that could impact everyone. Just off a whim. Just off of, all right, I'm going to spend $100 million here and here, and let's see what happens. And build a town or yeah. a city or, or a government or, or something. Yeah. We don't know what he's going to do next. Yeah. And that's that's where you want to be. Have you guys heard about Kanye's new new invention that he made? No, what is it? So it's called a stem player. Now, what the stem player does is oh, like stem cell research. Kinda, but not at all. Okay. What? You got the <laughs> word right. <laughs> you got stem. I'm like kinda, but not at all. What, mm. what is this? So now Kanye's taking stem cell research and injecting it from babies' minds until the the new Apple products. So when you upgrade, wait, you're wait, not wait, getting... Wait, 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 wait. Let me get my tinfoil hat. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay, so what Kanye West is now doing is he's funneling money to take the consciousness of babies fresh out the womb and upload their consciousness consciousness to new Apple products, you understand? So that when you don't buy a new Apple product, they don't give you, you know what I'm saying, your Apple new your new Apple product has the conscience of a baby. Now this may seem like the stupidest shit you've ever heard of, but just think about this. You raise it to love you. No, not okay, fuck so y'all that. So you clearly had too many Monica's. Fuck that, listen to this. The consciousness of this fucking phone, imagine if your phone could think like a baby. A baby, it's like AI, essentially. Because a baby thinks like comprehensively. I would hope my you phone thinks better like, than a baby. No, but not if your if your if your phone had the consciousness of a baby. <laughs> then understand your phone. No, I don't want a conscious phone. I don't want a phone to feel lonely when I leave it here on the charger for too long. 
long. I don't need a phone to be jealous that I didn't spend enough time with it. Okay, you're thinking like into deep, like into like the feelings. I was thinking like of the ultimate data saving process. Like you could, uh, it would literally never get full. No, uh, because it could forget. You made my dream so shitty in a matter of seconds. Okay, what is this actually actually about, though? Oh, my God. Are y'all for real? No, yes. This is totally for real. Okay, so this stem player, (laughs) this this, this stem player from Donda, basically what it does is it isolates elements of tracks, elements of his songs, elements of any song. Oh, okay, yeah. And lets you play it independently whenever you feel like it, to be able to remix it however you want, whenever you want, on the fly. I thought that already existed. doesn't not yeah that's actually not in in the form factor that he made it yeah and like this is this thing it's gonna be perfect for producers yes i think it makes it more convenient no because then you could you could literally like instead of like trying to mimic the beat you could literally go in the song take the beat out and then just like manipulate it the way you wanted to Mm -hmm. exactly you can isolate individual samples little pieces of words be able to to get it all back, that's most censored. Okay. You know? <laughs> Automatic lights. It's just a ghost up here at the um, at the session podcast. <laughs> He's playing with the light switch. It's just, I, I didn't know there was a ghost. So when it first happened, I was like, all right, you know, I'm tweaking. The second and third time, I'm like, <laughs> there must be a ghost. So, you know, there's some shit happening behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed, but... <laughs> There's some shit happening around the house. You guys oh are probably God. Motion sensor lights. Twenty twenty one guys. We have motion sensor lights in, in the, the house. Front room. Yeah. So whenever you walk into the front door, but I think because I dark. have I have my arm right here. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, um, Kanye is a genius for that. Like that's that's dope. So we can finally put like genius level respect on this man's name. That's where I was going with this entire thing. This dude is creating like full on inventions, full on, full on systems that never existed before. Not to mention his fashion, because that's like a whole other category of innovation. Yeah, he's definitely an innovator. Um, He's original as fuck. I mean. He's, if you couldn't tell he's, he's, like creatively that. like he is like top tier creatively but like just I mean the way he's been moving and like his last few albums like it's just not there for me like it's I don't know if he's like I don't know if we're just on a different um level than him like maybe everybody is into like TikTok music and these catchy songs that grabs everyone's attentions for a couple week couple weeks but now I just feel like you know he is just too far away from like the audience now the audience attention span is like non-existent and everyone loves TikTok music and Kanye will never be that he will never be that kind of artist call me old fashioned but I still like to sit back in my car and play an album from start to finish just to see if I like it or if I love it to hear it again and reminisce on that moment like I think we as a society we're getting too caught up in little clip bites and little moments and we don't appreciate like full bodies of art when's the last time people just 
the only time people watch anything in full entire in, in totalitarianism yeah so that was a pretty good invention what else what else is going on with Kanye right now Kanye is pretty much pretty much going on a little pressure on right now with this whole like podcast thing I think Kanye is is getting ready to try and take over the world. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's where everything Hasn't is. Hasn't he already? He is on his way to to, to, to literally take over the world. I, I think I think I think I think the real was taking over the world is that shit with um with LeBron and them with LeBron and Drake and all the motherfuckers teaming up to do like that tech shit like just investing in a tech company it's just like everything is moving so like rapidly towards artificial intelligence it's incredible oh, it's yeah. just like this shit was introduced it was a thing in, in in a matter of like five years from now we could all possibly be using AI every single day of our lives what are they investing in again? so basically what's going on is the baby it's the baby Drake um, I don't think is. Um, um, I know LeBron, Osaka, I know LeBron, LeBron Drake. and Drake yeah. are all investing in an augmented reality and VR company that's supposed to be bringing sports to VR and augmented reality so that one day you'll be able to put on glasses or some type of wearable and interact with those those people in a virtual training environment and get trained by maybe LeBron or like if you're like an athlete and you wanted to train with LeBron. Exactly. Oh. Wow. Yeah, and that's but that's that. but that's kind of what um that's why I kind of I really want an Oculus because the first time I got on that Oculus, like that was literally my first sentence, like like this shit in social media, like when social media hits this virtual reality shit, it's over with. Because you could be in a chat room for real. I'm sitting in a movie theater in virtual reality watching a movie in a chat room with like 30 people. You see what I'm saying? Like, and you just by see design, them in the virtual reality. Right next to person. I'm, I'm right next to this person. And by design, you see me? I'm looking around. I could talk to these people. I can meet these people. If all they have to do now is get to a point where they just need to connect through apps. You see what I'm saying? Like, if, if there was like like your bit emoji, like you know how your bit emoji kind of travels with you? Yeah. But if you were the bit emoji and you could go from Facebook to Twitter as this one person, and now Facebook isn't just an app, Facebook is like a room. It's a world, yeah. It's a world. You see what I'm saying? And that's you go exactly into this. That's exactly what meta is. That's yes. what me- yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Yeah. Meta. That's that's exactly what they're doing, that's bro. That's the future. That that's is the that future. is the future that's is the now. Future. It's now. That's what's scary. The future is happening right now, and the it's dawn. happening right under our nose. And we're just a lot of people don't even know what's going on with this whole metaverse thing. But Facebook has created their own social media VR system, and where everyone can have their own world that you get to visit, and that's your world. That's your universe, your metaverse. Yeah. And that's the reason for the change, because they want you to be, they want you to be constantly thinking about Facebook is a part of that universe, Instagram is a part of that universe, mm-hmm. this app is a part of that universe. Mm-hmm. So that when you put on your glasses, you know, all right, I can still connect to all my friends, all my family, everything. Yeah, it's the perfect blend of like, I think it it's it's perfect for adults. Yeah, I think when kids get into <laughs> it. 
we kind of like you, you kind of right. get separated from reality. I don't if think I adults that are going to be seven, interested in this I wouldn't be much. interested in the slides. I think these kids the have way bigger fucking fish to fry than worrying about doing too much in a chat room with each other. We live in a world where this I'm is worried. AI. They're gonna like people talk much. about people talk about it like it's just social media. This shit with the virtual reality becomes AI because there has to be someone within this game or something within the game to perceive every single thing. You see what I'm saying? To balance everybody out. This person, which is not a person, a drone, this artificial intelligence would save every single person's data. It's learning from us to help us. Now, with like, I feel like and within the next 10 years, with motherfuckers making drones, and like, not drones, but like droids, essentially, and like all this extra shit, it's just like, once they start giving artificial intelligence essentially like robots essentially like in that old like that type of like thought like they we will perceive them as robots that is like a real reality mm-hmm. and it's coming pretty fast if this is happening within the next five years that's happening within the next 10 oh trust we've been testing it out for like fucking decades. like there's a chance you might start going to the store and bender might just be there like Spare change, <laughs> like, well, I don't know the artificial. They won't be broke, not yet. Oh, they won't God. hit. Fuck <laughs> around and fix the economy. But the problem is, is that it'll destroy it before what, it fixes. What's is gonna happen when when humans truly are obsolete? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we're getting to a point where humans really will be obsolete. What is obsolescence, though? I think human like interaction. Because no matter like, what a robot can do, as long as a human can can facilitate that or or facilitate the creation of that then as long as we're the person to say to as long as you stay in charge but, it doesn't matter humans can you. never humans can never be in charge of it because if we can invent it then china can invent it then russia can invent it and we can't control their bots they can't control our bots the bots will never stop <laughs> talking about ai cold war bro oh my god that'll be a little scary I'm not gonna lie. I don't think that'll be a cold war because I mean, who cares if they die? So it's, then it's, it's like a it's a, it's it's, it's like it's iPhone. like a bunch of iPhones crashing into each other in the field. Does it really even matter? That can climb walls and use a handgun and <laughs> and fight other robots. Like <laughs> this is the world we're bracing to, in my mind at least. Speaking of things that are broken, I was talking about well things that are broken. I guess it's not broken or things that are broke. Summer Walker. It's <laughs> not paid a lot of money for um, her music. Um, I think it was what sixteen cent on the dollar pre-tax. Have you guys seen this stuff? It's insane. She took the smallest. She took the smallest advance I've ever seen, honestly. And she she pretty much only makes sixteen cent on a dollar. I don't think that's right. I feel like I'd feel sick as a lawyer, as the dude who handed her the contract. But, like, she signed it. And, you know, you can't feel bad. Do you feel bad? Not at all. I mean, in a way, I do feel bad. I feel bad for, like, I mean, we're all, like, struggling artists. Well, I am, like, well, no, I'm not really struggling. But well, as, like, an up-and-coming artist or a struggling artist... I do feel like, you know, you go into this room, you've waited your entire life to go into this room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've worked hard, everybody's telling you you'll never make it into this room. And then you make it into that room. And they give you the shittiest price because this room that you've been dreaming of is not the end of the fairy tale, it's only the middle. But you don't understand that because you're not at the end of the fairy tale yet. 
Mm-hmm. So you're like, and you're a broke artist. And you're a broke artist, and you know what I'm saying. Bills are due. You need money right now, and someone offers you a decent amount of money. It's hard to be like, nah, fuck that. But you gotta read the fine print. You gotta you gotta look at yourself as if you were the business. Like one thing I hope I feel like that's helped me is just like sometimes when I go through when I hit walls and this shit, I'll be like, I think of myself like Walmart, like or Target. You know what I'm saying? Like. You ain't never been a Target and Target be like, yo, this is an extra $15 and we're not going to tell you why. Like, or you never go to fucking Target and they be like, yo, like we out of this, but we still going to charge you for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that will never happen at Target. And that's why Target yeah. is still open. And that's why people trust Target. And that's the way you got to be like. And people want to hit Target. You know what I'm saying? You want to be Target. You want motherfuckers to be like. You don't want your price to be question that all it just is what it is it, it is what it is for dealing with me yeah but you know that i think that comes into a bigger conversation of just like confidence i think it's it's more like trusting your work because mm-hmm. if you know that you're worth a million dollars why why make it for some white dude in the office when you can make it yourself and and that's what you got to remember as a creator that might be the biggest lesson of the whole story is that like you have to have confidence in your art to be able to be like, I'm not going to take this because I know I'm worth this. Right. Yeah, but some artists would rather take the fame because that's why there's not a lot of, like, you know, artists that, like, are on the top charts that are independent. With authenticity, too. So, I mean, they're getting into these crappy deals, but at the end of the day, it's giving them the exposure. Um, But I think eventually she'll figure it out. Like, I don't know, I I guess when the contract ends or whatever, hopefully she has some good lawyers now. She'll be good. Hopefully she gets everything together. She's been beefing with wanted on the track she's been <laughs> yeah her baby daddy her last album was her, well yeah the current album still over it was all about that um but he actually like was producing it he produced part of it so like how does that work he's making money from this this album everybody make money I'll from be the happiest <laughs> like literally how yo baby daddy you talking crap about making more money than making more money off you than you low are key, like <laughs> Ugh. And you know what? That's honestly her lesson. album probably wouldn't have hit as hard as he didn't, if he didn't produce it though. I honestly exactly. didn't know that he produced it because I thought it wasn't as good as the last album because I think he produced everything on the last album and I think he only produced a few songs on this one. So um, I don't know. Like it was a good album, but it wasn't hitting like the last one. So I'm like, oh shit, she got rid of London, but apparently she didn't. And maybe uh, maybe he was the sauce. Yeah. Cause some of her songs were okay, but then it was just like this doesn't give me full like London vibes from the f- from like her first over it album. I have a confession. I'm a superficial like listener. I barely listen to Summer Walker. Well, I did yeah, not check out the, yeah. the last album. I'm sorry, that wasn't that wasn't on my radar well, things. I'm more of a Benny the Butcher, Kanye, you know, kinda. Rapidy rap, spitty spit, bardy bar type guy, you know. But like her album does, like I think it resonates with today and just like how the media or just people now um, glorify, you know, being a baby mama or not saying like they want to be a baby mama, but like it's so, 
you know, prevalent and So would you say that her point of view on the album kind of resonated? Like like you think like it was a true like portrayal of a baby mama's opinion? Like Well, like if you listen to the album, she's just basically just like talking shit about him and like how she should have known and how she was she stupid. Really and like every little <laughs> yeah, thing that he did to her, like he basically like let her experience her pregnancy alone. So it just kind of goes like in detail about that relationship. But, and I think it's smart to market it like that because she's making money off of that. And it resonates with a lot of women, not just women in the um, spotlight and like artists like her, but just like regular women. Like nowadays, niggas ain't shit. Like, and then you see all these rappers and producers getting. I don't know if I can call him not shit. I'm definitely not. Now listen. To post well, y'all nice gotta thing. listen to the album. Now listen, I, I've heard the album. Niggas really ain't shit though. Now I, I've heard the album. All now. of us. I heard the album and I know the story. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say he the best nigga. He do got three other kids with three different bitches. But I mean like I feel like a lot of times, especially in the black community, da 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 da, like we gotta like stop putting ourselves in a position so they we could like cry victim eventually. Like Summer Walker knew about all three of these baby mamas. She was the one defending him. Like it wasn't like she didn't see this shit coming. Like <laughs> he did it three other times. Right. With you. <laughs> like <laughs> like I don't understand, Shorty. Like you ain't you could, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gone too Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't excuse that. The idea, that. like, oh, but I'm going to be different because I'm me. Yeah, I'm so Like, we got to stop. I feel like that's just in culture, people. Like, people got to stop. They got to stop thinking that because that's never the case. Like, actions will forever speak louder than words. And you got to know how to read them actions. And them actions don't lie. And that man has a pattern yeah, I don't necessarily feel he bad also for rich. Her. Clearly, he is the shit. He can afford. I feel like if you can afford to have four baby, four different baby mamas, then go for it. No, what? Go for it. If you can still be a dad to all four kids and still have four baby mamas, and still all four, all four of his baby mamas are living off him. How I make more money than Summer Walker. But <laughs> I'm not hearing this. I make more money than Summer Walker. She's living <laughs> off that nigga. The fuck out of here. Okay, okay. That's fact. And I guess some. I bet you anything. Some Walker make more than the last three. So listen. Oh my god. <laughs> I still That's gotta pay for all of these motherfuckers regardless. Regardless no, but, I still gotta pay. But it, it don't matter. Life, it's not about the money. Like how can you be a dad 100% to four different kids in four different households? As a millionaire? But money, it doesn't money matter. He, he he has the money to said. send them, yes, but he doesn't have the time. And and the way he's been doing all these baby mamas is he gets them pregnant, you know, sells them this, like, fantasy dream, like, that we're still going to be together. And then after they have the baby, he leaves. Like, he's he does that. So I don't feel bad for her. Like, she clearly should have seen the signs and all that. But for him, like, he ain't shit. Like, you need to, you need to pick one of those baby mamas and settle down with them because... It's funny because I've had a similar problem in my family with situations like this. It's like, just pick a baby mama. No, it's like, like, stop creating more that's broken That's the homes. problem with niggas, though. See, niggas will run until they've hit every corner. 
and the fact that it'll run until there's no more porn is love. Country. Like that's what I'm saying. Like people used to be, <laughs> people used to be like, oh, she was so much better than the 50s. The fuck out of here. <laughs> people were running. Back in the 50s, but, you would leave villages, vi- leave townships to the next town over, and have a whole second family. A whole second family. And then when that bus, do it again. <laughs> Literally. Two miles down. The they they none of them know about each other. Pick up and start a new town. But so, it's just like, it's really shitty. It is really shitty to see him. Especially like, you know what I'm saying? I stop doing these black queens like that guy. You know what I'm saying? Black queens. <laughs> okay. Together, okay. Saying, Everybody queens, got a right saying, to do what they you know want. What Everybody got a right to like, live their life and do you the best to your ability. But I mean... As black men is as black fathers, we gotta remember that we gotta be accountable for our kids and at least show love to our sons. We gotta guide the way. Otherwise, we gonna have a bunch of school shooters. We gonna have a bunch of bombers. We gonna niggas, have a bunch of little kids running around niggas doing crazy do shit, shit and being like, "Where are they kids? <laughs> Where are they parents? They parents are not doing it because these niggas is." Six cities over, you know. We can't be letting it happen. We got to be accountable for our our little sisters out here. I do. I feel that. Let's stop accepting and normalizing broken homes, like with no dads in the house. Like it's not okay. You know, that's something I feel like. That's something I feel like. I hope is gonna save the African American community because I've been African American pretty much my whole life. I mean, was born this way. I'm probably gonna die this way. You should. Your dad's African-American is? But it's like, <laughs> it's just like, I feel like, like, compared to my dad's side, like, the Belizean side, everybody's got, like, a job. Everybody's like, yeah, we're gonna be, like, good people. Da-da-da-da-da. Let's, like, get married and have a family. I mean, yeah, we could say, like, it's crazy because we can say it's actually getting better now with, like, you know, having multiple kids. Because, yeah, back then, people were having 8 to 15 kids. Easy. Hey, look, that was help around <laughs> <Easy>. the house. <laughs> Easy. Like, Catholicism is definitely going to push you to have more kids. Like, you're married, right? Look, honestly, exactly. if I had a household to maintain out. and I was, like, I'm lazy, I don't really feel like doing all these chores, all this taking care, have a bunch of little kids, teach them how to do one thing. Nine of them, the whole house would be clean. And in that's like what they did. An hour. But they had one, no, but most of the time they had one or two daddies that was in the house. At least one dad was in the house. I don't think two daddies day. was two ever daddies. working. No, not two. Well, I'm, yeah. no, I'm yeah. saying like. That okay. was a legendary <laughs> granny. The second <laughs> dad was shot. <laughs> no, but there was still a male. It was just like maybe a night or two. Okay. That, that couldn't have worked out. There was still a male figure in the house for the most part. I feel like, but, well, at least what well, the. the it depends though, because now if we're talking about the foreign side, yes, there might have been, you know, Baba, my, my granddad might have checked in, you know, once every mm-hmm. now and then. But on the American side, it might have been just been like an uncle, or like a granddad. It's really like yeah. that's the sad thing about African American culture. It's really not a lot of like guys, like like most niggas. You know what I'm saying? They stick out. It's hard for like a successful nigga not to stick out. But it's just like it's just not a lot of guys. Like most, it's a lot of a lot of niggas end up like getting going to jail. Yeah, we get jail. That's actually pretty common. But a lot of dudes also just like end up getting like really shitty nine to fives and working that for the rest of their lives and just like being like the lamest brokest asshole forever after they get done gaming. And it's just like really sad. It's just like we gotta like learn to aim for more. But I mean, considering that black people in America have been humans for less than 100 years and we literally just got to celebrate Juneteenth and it's not even taught in schools, I would say we're doing pretty good for ourselves. We already had a black president. 
It's black people already in Congress. It's black people. It's a black vice president. We're getting there somehow. Mm-hmm. Even though you know, I don't know. My, I also believe in human experience with black people. <laughs> like coming from like coming from like a family, coming from like like moving, being having the shock of like moving to Lamron on the south side, like. It was really like a like an eye opener of like I was taught certain values and certain things in my household that no one seemed to give a fuck about growing up. That when you go outside, no one, cares about. No one give two shits or fuck about no type of human compassion. Any I'm type a good of person. Like, I'm a good. Slap the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a like, good person. That good person in you will get you beat the fuck up. Oh real shit, you quick. a good person. <laughs> Yo, beat your ass. Like, yeah, so it's a completely different vibe outside. Yeah. Like, our parents didn't, I don't really, I don't feel like my dad really ever understood that. I feel like that's like one of the I don't think this country is really like, this country will eat you up and spit you out if you're not ready. You gotta be ready for, for to fight against the worst. That's why most people that come here from other places do well because they fought pretty bad so the worst over here isn't it could isn't be too worse. shitty to them I, honestly american has it america got it pretty good i know oh, a lot of people a, a lot of people we might got it great we have wi-fi almost everywhere Bro, americans most american people could not survive in belize for a day could not survive in belize for a week could not survive in anywhere outside of like don't drink the water <laughs> like anywhere oh where God. anywhere where jewel oscar wasn't fucking convenient like American people aren't ready for that shit. Like, I mean, look at what's happening in like Nigeria, you know, and like even where I'm from, Cameroon. Like, it's literal gen- genocide. So, I mean, we kind of say that it's similar here with like police brutality. That's, I feel like that is kind of like similar to genocide. But a lot of African countries or like foreign other foreign countries have it way bad, and people come out here and appreciate what america has so definitely you know i would understand i would see what's happening to black people in america as more as an ethnocide than a genocide though because it's not as if they're killing black people in groups like i feel like people compare slavery to the holocaust that's probably the biggest difference the holocaust was a genocide they literally killed like thousands and millions and fucking people but like what happened to black people they didn't want to kill any of us they fucking made us stay here. They, like, took our brains. You see what I'm saying? Like, they incarcerate most of us, and they'll incarcerate you for the stupidest shit and ruin your entire life, knowing they ruin your life so that they can take you away forever. Like, it's a full system built on that. Yeah. To, like, mass-produce black people so that they can mass go to jail. Yeah. Ooh, that's it's a whole like nother express route to slavery. Exactly. Much. I'm it's not even ready for it today. You know, but I mean, it's an important. It's in. It's important. We gotta. We gotta highlight it, because it's as a black man in America, it's evident. I mean, you see it everywhere. Even in our music, like artists can't even perform. Did you hear what happened to King Louis the other day? No. What happened? So pretty much, Chicago Police Department decided that he is just not allowed to perform because they got a tip that quote. Chief Keith's cousin is about to perform, and there is 100% chance there's going to be a shooting, so he cannot perform. I think that's crazy. 
that's nuts that they can even do that. They can even shut down his entire show based on some type of like like idiotic statement like that. Yeah, but that's been happening like more than you know and then you think. Like we're just now hearing about it, and I feel like honestly because of the whole Travis Scott concert thing, like I think people are just especially like these. Um, well, with po- the police getting involved, like I don't think they want another situation like the Travis concert to occur, you know, with a lot of people dying. And they know motherfuckers do be shooting out here. They do, though. Like, I kind of feel them. But then again, it's definitely like discrimination for sure. Um, I don't know, though, because like it happens a lot, though. Like it happens more than the media tells us. And it's going to get to a point where it's like, what are we going to do about it at this point? You know? Like, I mean, what can we do about it? Really, like, as an artist, what are you going to do? Go up against the CPD? Like, like, yeah, like you're going to go on strike yeah. against the cops? You, you can't do nothing. Like, King Louis is literally at a, in a position where he has to do nothing but shut up and do what they say. Yeah. And hope that he gets booked again. Maybe he can get those same people to come in. But so like, there was a tip that said that there will be shooting? Or they just were like, oh, this is Chief Keys people so there was a tip of both in the tip let's let's pull up this little docket over here yeah i mean like i said like i mean just it's discrimination it's pure discrimination like and they do it like this like in little bits and pieces so it doesn't seem like a big deal but it's all rooted back into like the systematic racism and how it doesn't necessarily have to be like a genocide and we line up all these black people and shoot them up but it's just like like that for example let's cancer a black um chicago rappers concert because it's probably going to get violent because of the history behind it but that's still discrimination it's really like the ultimate profiling just to say yeah it's that. profiling it's really yeah. profiling like it's like it's like grouping them into some violent ultra ultra dangerous group it's okay. just trap let's, music let's do this let's Come do on. this let's do this let's do this let's put a percentage on it what do you both think the percentage of violence what do you think the percentage like chance of violence would have been at the King Louie concert honestly I don't think it would it would have been as bad as like all the other concerts that are not you, that 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 don't include black rappers. Like it's okay, there. There are rock concert. concerts that are way more violent and, and dangerous. It doesn't have to be just with like guns involved. People literally like kill each other in mosh pits and stuff. <laughs> oh, Astro. <laughs> so I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like I feel Apparently, like I don't even think it's that dangerous. But that, but they, but they came Washington out. But they came out. But they came out with that. That that was definitely the, the venue's fault. It's they just under the venue, just understaffed. Like Travis yeah, Scott has no control over that. Like how the fuck is he supposed to control how many people rush to the stage while he's no, performing? His no. job is to perform. He's supposed to just get up stage. All right, guys. Let's all no. have a calm concert. I'm only going to do slow songs right now. This no. is the Travis Scott Astro World Tour. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not, can, you know what, I'm not even going to laugh. Let's not forget that he has like seven quadrillion lights blazing him in the face, doing all types of crazy effects while he's hearing his own music play in his ear. Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to control anything going on in the sea of people. It would probably look like the ground. 
Okay, the concert was pretty big. Like it was like what fifty thousand people. That's huge. Come on, that's like you know almost like a Beyonce pits? concert. You know how many mosh pits is inside of fifty thousand people? The man threw his like at personal. least fifteen. Like what the fuck? It's like shh, shh, shh. everywhere you go, it's like everybody pushing you. I'm trying okay. to go to a Steve Aoki concert. So. I've never been to a to a music festival. I've been to a, a couple concerts. I haven't been to a music festival. You need to like, you need to put me on to like, like, like describe what like moshing is. Cause to me, it sounds like death. It sounds it like death. something you would never want to do. Like it is. Something it's you just never like extremely do. violent. Like I don't. So you're telling me? No, it's me. not even just violent. I don't even say like, especially these kids. These Gen Z kids are not nearly as bad as we were. Or not even like as bad like. Like, I felt like people above us, like, in the 90s, motherfuckers, when they were moshing, they were moshing, moshing. Like, you jump in the pit, don't jump in the pit if you're not with the shit. Wait, like, hold on. I thought it was, like, a white people sport. I mean, like, I mean, mostly white people go to these festivals. Black people ain't got no fucking money. Right, but okay. If you go to these, con- <laughs> if you go to these festivals, My point exactly there why is the hella black people. Concert. The black people are there, they're moshing. <laughs> the black people there are moshing. So, like, it's not like you ever going to be the only black person, like... It's just like a big ass circle nowadays. These Gen Z kids, they just make the circle really big, and when the bass drops, they all jump in the middle of the circle, and then they all like jump on top of each other, swing their arms bad. around. And like it's not like in the '90s when motherfuckers was wearing like steel toe boots and you jumped in a mosh. Yeah, motherfuckers. Oh my God. My image of a mosh pit is like yeah, a yeah. Fight. You had to like <laughs> no. fight to get out the mosh, and that is when that's when moshes were moshes. I want to go back in time and join a real mosh and just. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> just get a concussion. Just get it. <laughs> <laughs> Fight somebody in a mosh pit, but like just to the beat though. <laughs> Fight a nigga to the beat, like literally, like that's crazy. A, it's a face punch. <laughs> yeah, but like oh my these God. Gen Z kids don't mosh real anyway. All they do is clear out the circle. I feel like that's what that man. That's where the painful shit comes in because most times, like motherfuckers be pushing out the circles. You got girls not trying to get touched. It's motherfuckers hot and sweaty. Everybody be trying to make the mosh big as fucking hell. So it's just people pushing on you from every direction. It's just like. Damn, I'm really mad I didn't go to damn Vegas this weekend, but I'm gonna go see my mom in New Orleans, so I'm like, I'm not tripping over it. But at the same time, it's like, that boy, fuck, traveling, mom. traveling, slight flex, okay? Fuck, that mom, boy just like, named a couple of trips he was planning on going, no. I'm mad as hell. Like, no, I, damn Vegas was this weekend, man. I miss damn Vegas. Oh. And I, I knew some girls out there that were just dying to see you. Not even to see me, just dying, man. <laughs> Gonna revive them. Yeah. Clear. <laughs> like, yeah, that goes back to my point where like they need to be shutting down those types of concerts instead no. of King Louis concerts because no, <laughs> no, nobody, no, no black people are not trying to mosh and hurt each other. Like you do have a better chance to get a shot at a King Louis concert than an Astro concert. And, like in my mind, like I don't think in the concert. I think maybe afterwards, maybe outside, outside on the, the Astro World concert. But, like, I don't what, think who, you who have do to think, worry about think, nature think, inside a who, King Louis concert. Inside the venue, you're Gucci. I think you're Gucci. Yeah, I think inside the venue, you're Gucci. But I, it's still on the venue if you get shot afterwards. That's it, like if it, it is fact. If you like a if bar, you go to United Center and somebody follows you from United Center. Okay, that's a very specific narrative, but yeah, that's a venue. Like I don't. <laughs> if you go anywhere and they follow you from that venue, then like the venue should have been. You know what I'm saying? warned you at least type shit that you're being followed yeah I mean that's and like that's the common idea like the problem with America is the American uh, dream is shit and it's all fake and everyone's trying to get to some shit that doesn't exist like 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get what? shot outside a King Louie concert, but it won't have shit to do with King Louie. Like, King Louie didn't exactly. say Yeah. Was for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. well, like, the venue with, the the, with Travis Scott's <laughs> concert. absolutely nothing to do with that. The venue is, like, totally responsible. I just feel like... Like, there are a lot of concerts that I've seen um, where the artist would stop and, you know, point out somebody, you know, passing out or something or, hey, we need a medic over here. Like, at the end of the day, it's not like his responsibility, like or like completely his it's not his fault. But if you have a conscious like as a human being, like you would have stopped the show like earlier on. After seeing like three ambulances in the crowd. Yeah, I think I don't know. I feel like he had a little bit of power there, but then again, like I'm not putting it on him. I'm just saying, like you know, <laughs> I mean, he cared I, I more like about he, his he performance than other people's lives. That that's true. That's you know, true. So, but I, I also feel him as a performer because it's like I mean, people fucking come to see you, bro. Like I want to come out and do my show. Like I'm excited to be Astro World. <laughs> people you know to what? die for me that might but just you have be... no control over that Castell that's what I'm saying they would have died regardless if Travis Scott would have came outside and been calm there's a good chance that half of those people still would have died it's, yeah you know like, what still no. Astro World. and rest you know in peace no. to that little boy and they just found out that he, he just R. died to the little boy of course RB to all the people especially the little boy yeah, all of sad. the people who died all the families too that's, yeah. that's another that's thing sad. too the families but like yeah. That's like one main thing that we've been talking about this whole night and I think we've like we haven't really touched on it. It's accountability. Accountability. Whether for your own shows, whether for your baby mama, mm. whether for your business, mm. whether for the contracts you sign, mm. it's accountability. Mm. We gotta make sure that 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 we keep that near and dear to everything we do. Yeah. Like and not just like accountability, but like learn how to make sound decisions like before jumping into things. And, you know, like at the end of the day, like we can keep holding ourselves accountable, but the shit already happened. And it's ways where you can avoid certain things. And that's where like a lot of people have to like move towards now, like make the right decisions. Like don't fuck that rapper with five baby mamas like don't trust Kanye his ass weird as fuck like he's mentally <laughs> unstable he's not gonna take you seriously like chill so just kinda like be aware that you have a choice at the end of the day look life is full of choices and you got them <laughs> and you gotta use that that right to them you know like, like you gotta use that right to make like sound decisions guys and that's like that's the main like lesson if you could take anything out of this podcast tonight you gotta have accountability and make make true sound decisions think about everything before you jump out that window you know alright this has been the session with Zach Floyd and Christelle I'm gonna hope you guys have a great night peace